What's cracking? What's cracking? We're back at the Jump the Gate podcast test run. I'm here with my boy Zoff Finley with the... Is that a TV in the back? You know what? It is, but it's an undercover TV. It showcases like a piece of art. See that? Oh, that's fly. That's fly. What's that? The yeah, one that's yeah. called the uh, the frame? Literally. Nah, what you know about TV? Come on, man. I just bought one. I can't tell you the size of it, but I just bought one. Uh, oh, okay. You got the same one? Nah, not that one. I'm, my budget ain't, ain't, ain't as high as it was right now, but I got oh, man. one that's pretty nice. Says, says the guy who I know is going to get a bigger TV than me, but it's okay. I'm going to let you live. You you got the brand new kitchen coming soon, the new crib, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to put too much out there. I don't want the IRS on you. Oh, man. Here we go. What size is that TV, man? Just for reference. It is It is quite big. It, it looks it's big, quite, sir. It, it, is, it is quite big. <laughs> sitting nice got it mounted all pretty no wires showing that's right oh come on now you know it's top flight over here man stop playing that what people, that what people money do they don't show wires when people get money boy. yeah no though the tv's supposed to look like a picture frame so that's the whole thing it sits slim on the wall doesn't have any wires it's a clean look man appreciate right. you for noticing thank you man i've been working on different backgrounds trying to showcase black art we got some things coming to the podcast. Jump the gate. You already know what it is. Giving you the best. No doubt. No doubt. And for those of y'all can't see us because uh, we're not doing video this time, this man got an immaculate setup in the house, man. So next time we get the video going, I'll be sure to make sure he show it to y'all. But without further ado, we got a great show for y'all. So keep it locked. And welcome back to the Jump the Gate podcast. We'll be back in a second. to the Jump the Gate podcast. Of course, I haven't introduced myself, but y'all know me already. I'm your host, Michael Allen. I'm here with my brother, Zoff Finley, and we're here to give you the real, the rap, the raw. Let's get into it, man. So I'm going to get right off the bat and jump right into the NBA game here. It's been a really dope week. Something amazing happened earlier this week. Your boy, Dame Lillard. My boy, Dame Lillard, because I like Dame, too. Dropped, how many? 71? Mm-hmm. 71 big ones, 71 points the other night. And it was every bit of spectacular just watching the highlights. The man displayed every bit of range, every bit of talent in his game, pulling up from long range, pulling up from mid range, dunking on people. Just it was a spectacular performance in every sense of the word, bro. Nothing, nothing. One of the best performances ever. Obviously, it's just a little bit short of Kobe's 81, but. Still spectacular, nonetheless. Now that I've said that, I got to say this. It doesn't hit, that performance didn't hit in the same way that it should have hit, if you get what I'm saying. When Kobe dropped 81, it was like wire-to-wire coverage of it. Like, we saw countless replays of him just dropping 81 on Jalen Rose and them. We saw just... Countless interviews. It was all over the news cycle for days, maybe even weeks, because we hadn't seen anything like that. But yet here with Dane, we're not getting that same reaction. Here's why. Dane dropped 71, but just just earlier this year, we had Donovan Mitchell drop 70, right? Okay. And even that one was like, oh, okay, he dropped 70, kind of like, cool. What I'm trying to say is... These high-scoring games are starting to get watered down because we're seeing so many spectacular scoring performances in the league. 
Think how many guys this year alone have dropped 50 points or dropped 40 or dropped 60. The guys are doing it like it's like nothing. I compare. Oh, well, there's a lot of guys even averaging over 30, so it makes sense. That's right. It's like five guys, five, six guys averaging over 30 points, which is like unheard of. You, you see what I'm saying? So it, these major scoring performances are kind of being watered down. And, and part of the reason for that is the way the game is being played. The game is being sped up now. So you got more possessions. You got guys taking shots way faster in the shot clock. You got literal scrubs being able to come down the court and pull up a three without any repercussions of being sent to the bench. So uh, uh, another symptom of that is you you have the talented guys scoring more points. Case in point with Dame Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, all these guys. So it, it, it although it still is impressive, 70 points is impressive no matter what league you're playing in. You, 70 points is impressive when we playing, you know, at pickup on the on the courts up the street. But at the same time, it doesn't hit the same way as it did in the past because of the way the game is being played. It's almost like when football switched from like that ground and pound run game and a strong defense that we saw with the Ravens and Tampa in the early 2000s to everybody throwing for 5,000 yards in a season type thing when back in like 2010, 2011, when everybody in mom was throwing for four, 5,000 yards. It's kind of that same thing with football. So I think that's a, that's the challenge we face with, with trying to, trying to make the game more interesting in these high scoring games is that it kind of waters down the product. But I said enough, man, what you got? That shit wasn't impressive because it was against a high school team. <laughs> That's why I wasn't impressed by it. <laughs> and if anything, all I learned from it is if there's a Jalen on the team, then that team probably don't play defense. Nah, it's, not a Jalen. Come on, man. Jalen's the standard in the why league. Why is man. it every Jalen gets buckets on scored on them? Like it's crazy. It's literally crazy. As soon as you said Jalen Rose, that it, it hit. I was like, wow, that makes sense. Jalen Rose, Jalen Green. It's just Something about Jalen's that have good hairlines but trash defense. Oh, Listen, man, man, the Rockets are actively not trying to win. They're the worst team at guarding the three. So, of course, the three-point champion who literally, you know, coasted through the all-star break and then took the very next game off was going to come in there rested and ready to kill. I mean, like you said, 70 is 70. So, it was definitely impressive from that standpoint. But, honestly, against the Rockets, I'm going for 20. You go for 20. That's, that's against that high school way. team. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like if you look and see all of the people that have recently come out and said something crazy about the Houston Rockets, you know, whether it be Eric Gordon, uh, John Wall, who just can't seem to stop getting traded to Houston. God bless him. I don't know what's going on with his career. It has completely fallen off. But uh, yeah, sorry, I'm just not impressed when you score 70 and you're a professional scorer and you do it against a high school team that's actively trying to get Webb and Yambo. Yeah, the, 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 what did LeBron call him? The alien? The alien, yeah, that's a great nickname. 7-3 with guard handles and just, just You know, ridiculous. he grows every time I see him on TV, though, because I've seen 7-3, I've seen 7-4, I've seen 7-5. All I know is he's hella taller than Rudy Gobert, so... <laughs> He's definitely an alien. There's no question about that. And he will be playing for the Rockets next year. So congratulations to them. No, 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 no. Don't mail it in yet. Because that's one thing I like about the NBA is that the worst record don't get the top draft pick. It's, they do that little lottery system. And I think they can rig that. And they probably have rigged that in the past. I but, doubt it because they would have never sent Zion to <laughs> the New Orleans Pelicans if they could rig it. No, 
no, because no, Zion to the Pelicans makes sense because remember they let go of AD, which the same thing. AD was the number one pick that New Orleans got, so it was kind of like oh yeah, you know, and he was AD also with, in New Orleans not doing anything. That franchise is germs. Fair enough, fair enough. But either way, I, I see that that number one pick being a still being a toss up in Houston. No, I mean yeah, they do they do running. make it fair. I, I agree that they make it fair. I just don't agree that they have the ability to rig it because they wouldn't let New York be so garbage for so long if they had the ability to rig it even a little bit. No, nah, like, my my counterpoint to that is uh, Cleveland. Them boys had the number one pick three out of the four years. Like after after LeBron left. Come yes, because now. we all know the league is actively trying to boost Cleveland up. Stop. Come on now. Stop. That's it. how I knew it was real. When look, they got Kyrie, that dude that washed out. Uh, what was his name? Bennett. Anthony. Was it? Yeah, Anthony, Anthony Bennett. Bennett. Anthony Bennett. And they had another guy that. Uh, who was the other one that that was high, was a hype draft pick? It's Kyrie went one. Anthony Bennett, and they had somebody else go number one. Wow, that speaks to their draftability. <laughs> they. Really not good. I don't know. I can't even think about it. I keep thinking of Colin Sexton, but he was way later, so I don't know. Yeah, he was a little bit later. Um, and even yeah, even that they got Colin Sexton and they got uh my man uh Darius Garland. Come on, man. Oh yeah, and they got the rest of the the Nets. Oh, bro, Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. Come on, man. Wow, what a way to be the number one pick and then fall into that role player role for real. Right, but shout out to him because he got a chip. He got a ship. Yeah. Hey, can't hate on him for that. Can't hate on him for that. Not at all. But um, yeah, man. Yeah, the league is the league is interesting. It's a lot of parody, as they say in the league, is you don't we don't know who's gonna win the championship this year. So I think that's a good thing in the short term. But at the same time, I kind of miss that that team we hate. That one team that's like the 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 overwhelming favorite and everybody else trying to catch them. I feel like the league is more interesting that way. When the Lakers were that hated team back in the early 2000s, it was like, dang, who's going to beat these dudes? When the Heat, when everybody hated the Heat because we had Braun in them, it was interesting because you had to tune in every night because every team was going to get the Heat their best. So here it's like, here's the toss-up. I don't know who to watch every night. Like Phoenix I, is the team I, to watch. I think, the, I think the problem is there's just too many storylines in the NBA right now. Mm, Every, and, yeah. and and we're finally getting a taste of what everybody that loves LeBron always try to tell everybody that hates LeBron. Like, all right, now y'all may be tired of him going to the finals ten times in a row, but the moment it stops, watch how unwatchable the NBA is, and that's exactly where we are right now. It's just like you said, we need a superhero and a su- or a supervillain, but we need someone to root for or someone to root against. It's mm-hmm. like you want to root for Giannis because. He's seemingly such a good guy that stayed with his franchise and did it the right way, but nobody has ties to the Bucks. And realistically, he's an international player, so there's only so much we can love him. I mean, you know what I mean? He he's the Greek freak, and, and God bless him. He, you know, he looks like us. He's got the melanin. But at the end of the day, you just—I don't know—something about international players just never really gets you there. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. uh, Joel Embiid is stuck with Harden, so we know they're going to fold in the playoffs. Chris Paul and Kevin Durant will never stay healthy for a playoff run, and Devin Booker's not that guy. Uh, LeBron and AD just taking turns on IR now at this point. Like, they literally can't even get any playing time together. Russell Westbrook doomed the Clippers, who were doomed before they got Russell Westbrook. Uh, Jokic is going to be the three-time MVP, and still nobody believes in him to even go to the finals. And John Morant's probably going to get rested 
sometime soon in the next two to three weeks. <laughs> so it's really a toss-up because everybody's boo-boo. Like, give me oh, and we all know that Jason Tatum is light skinned. So when it's time to nut up, he's not going to. And that's just what it is. They need to turn that team over to Jalen Brown and, and let Jason Tatum be the best number two in the Eastern Conference. All right, so you hammer home my point. You named all, basically all the relevant storylines in the league. The funniest one being, uh, not even the funniest one, the dumbest one really, being uh, Ja Rule, a.k.a. Ja Morant. With the fullest, did you hear the latest story about him? What was it? Punching the seventeen-year-old, or yes, about the gun laser, laser guns. Yeah, the seventeen-year-old. So, mm-hmm. for those of you who aren't familiar with the story, uh, Job Morant, star guard for the Grizzlies, got in another. He's been named in another article, basically about him gangbanging. Uh, <laughs> was this the uh, this the Foot Locker one, the finish line one? I don't even know what you mean by finish line. What do you mean? Oh, I didn't even tell you the finish line story, the, the the shoe store story. No, this one was the pickup basketball story where he supposedly was playing pickup basketball with a 17-year-old and ended up punching him in the head like 12 times. Wow. Okay. So we got we got two stories then. So let me do the first one there because I know a little more about that one. So this one, the story with this one goes, Jaws' mom was at a finish line. And she had a dispute with the manager at a store or something like that. And I guess she called Jaw. And Jaw pulls up with nine of his homies to the mall. Nine deep to the mall. And proceeds to be acting all type of crazy and cutting up in the mall. You know how you know how you do. I'm do-da-da-da-da. And at some point, he threatens like, oh, what time he... I think the mall security, the head of the director of security pulled up. was like, hey, man, y'all got a dip. And Jaw was like, well, what time y'all get off? Because I'm going to be waiting for you outside type thing. Bruh, you are a NBA player. You not like Santa Sharps, Uncle Shea said, you are not about that life. Bro, go at home. All. You got a nine-figure contract. Nine figures, y'all. A hundred plus million dollars. And he out here gang banging at the mall. Go home, y'all. Tell us about the other story, man. Cause this this is it continues to get crazy. Respectfully, I blame Mama Ja for that one. That's crazy. But um, no, so this story goes. Ja and his boys were, I'm, I'm assuming, hanging out at the house or somewhere. And so they were playing basketball. It's supposedly like a 17-year-old prospect in the area, which I'm assuming will be in Memphis. Obviously, because he's a minor, they haven't named him in the case. But he's suing Ja. And before I tell you for how much, let me give you the story. They were supposedly playing basketball, and I guess it was check ball situation. So I'm assuming that the game was getting a little heated and when the victim, what I'm going to call him for now, passed the ball to Ja to check it up, he, you know, threw it hard. And so the ball went through Ja's hands and hit him in the chin. So he took exception to that. And supposedly he asked his boys like, oh, should I do it to him? And of course, these same guys that are around Ja just as dumb as he is, nobody, it's like the blind leading the blind, were like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And so you know, Ja jumped on that boy. And of course, you know, being a professional basketball player was able to beat up a 17 year old. And supposedly the lawsuit is stating that, you know, he Ja punched him in the head like 12 times and he had a big knot on his head. And Ja actually admitted to, I believe the police it was, that um, he did swing first. And you want to take a guess at how much the young man and his family are suing Ja Morant for? 
In the words of Ezel from Friday, a hundred and fifty thousand million dollars. Well, <laughs> <laughs> a cool twenty million, a cool twenty million. Twenty million, million Lord, yes, Jesus. yes, sir. And I'm sure that's gonna settle somewhere out of court. He gonna show up to court with that fake cast on the arm and oh yeah, don't forget the neck brace, of yeah. course, in a wheelchair. Yep. Talk about pain and suffering and emotional distress. Oh, absolutely. Man. That's that is exactly what's coming next. But no, in all seriousness, though, man, y'all got to get it together. This is it really the, does. This is the the challenge with the social media age is that all this information get leaked out. I feel like there there were guys like this in the league beforehand. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Don't do that. Don't 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 blame the social media era and these stories getting leaked out. Josh. No, 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 no. Dumb. Here's where I'm going. Yeah, here's where I'm going dumb. with that. Here's where I'm going with that. The point I was trying to get to was that you are John Morant. You know everything gets leaked out to social media, as opposed to back in the day where guys maybe could kind of get away with that because there was only the newspaper, TV, and radio as as a means of like things getting out about you. That's why we don't hear as much stuff about Michael Jordan as we would have today because there ain't no social media. John, everybody know you, bro. You like we know you even if it even if the video of these incidents hasn't yet leaked to social media there's some footage out there somewhere if he was in the mall cutting up they got camera footage of him with his his nine homies acting a fool so if you John Morant like and that's my thing your daddy's at every game I'm sure your daddy ain't tell you hey son you need to need to chill out you need to get them fools from around you because you the only one with something to lose. Them nine homies, we don't know. Nair one of them. Nair one of them don't matter. Like, Forget the fact that his dad goes to all the games. He lives across the street for real, for real. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so who who is y'all listening to? And who is y'all's real people to say, hey, listen, bro, you need to get them get them folk from around you? Because it don't make no who sense. Who is the young man who just signed for $200 million listening to? <laughs> I'm going to take a stab at it and say nobody. <laughs> But you can, you need some. Everybody needs somebody. Whether it's a, another NBA veteran or something, you need somebody in your corner that's going to give you the who, real. Who do you think Ja would respect? Like, who would he actually listen to? I would hope his dad. If his daddy right there at every game, I'm sure you t- you chop it up Come with on, pops. Now, you know the answer to that question is never the parents. Let's be honest. Let's be real with each other. But the relationship he got with his dad, his dad's alerted than everything. His dad's in the commercials with him. Like, so he has that relationship where he chops it up with his dad. So you know what I'm saying? Like he's a grown man who doesn't need his dad though, so his dad doesn't have any more authority. Let's be honest. Our, our parentals have always had control over us because at some point they were are everything financially, security-wise. Like, you know, he doesn't need his old boy for anything. At this point, his old boy mm-hmm. is more like a figurehead where it's like, all right, now don't get cut off. Mm-hmm. So once again, what could your dad tell you? I mean, he's, he hasn't been in the NBA. He hasn't been young, famous, and rich. Jaw just had to look up because I like giving accurate numbers. Jaw signed a five-year $193 million contract extension that could up could escalate to up to $231 million. That man is set for generations. His little daughter, grandkids, great-grandkids, set for life. Not, Not even, even talking that about even, the fact that he, sign, he just signed a signature shoe deal. That's what I'm saying. Got his own shoe deal, so that's at least $10 million from that. Like ten or a year from that, got the Gatorade power, whatever. Bro, John, get it together, young blood. Get it together. I hate to sound like the old head, but golly, bro. No, you yeah, playing with this money, man. 
Cause, cause we might close our eyes and never touch two hundred million. He got it coming to him. So, yeah, bro. Like, talk to him, old head. But you just not the one that he gonna listen to. That's why I nah, said realistically, who should these young boys be listening to? Who should they look up to? I don't know. They need to sign like all these teams do it, where they kind of sign that old head veteran leader in the locker room. Obviously, the Heat, Udonis Haslam. Several other teams do it in that regard. Maybe the Grizzlies need to do that because they don't. Who's their guy? Who's that old head guy in the locker room? Say, hey, job. You don't need all them dudes around you, man. Just just roll with us, bro. Because they ain't got them people around you. Don't got nothing to lose like you do. So, oh, man, I hate to see it. But let's keep it moving with this convo, man. Let's talk about – there's a, one other team I want to talk about. It's the Phoenix Suns because they have the potential to be the most interesting team in the league, right? For obvious reasons. They got – they're their one team with the with the true big three, right? CP3, KD, Devin Booker. So – Naturally, KD had his first game back. He got dropped 23. I think Devin Booker had 30-something, and they won fairly easily. Oh, I'm forgetting DeAndre Ayton. So they got four dudes that's legit, like, players or whatever. So naturally, Phoenix should be the favorite to win the ship, right? Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think they're going to do it, and here's why. You look at every big three, every major team that was assembled – uh, be a trade or something like that. They ain't got enough time to do it. They ain't got enough time to do it. You're doing way too much uh, time machine analysis right there. Chris Paul's old and injury prone. Uh, Devin Booker is not that guy and has never been that guy and probably never will be that guy. And Kevin Durant is just coming off of another injury. And the reality of it is we still haven't seen him do it without a super team. So there's no reason to believe that the Phoenix Suns are going to do anything special this year other than we all just know that Kevin Durant is a really great, great player, once-in-a-lifetime type of talent. But there's no reason to believe in the Phoenix Suns. So you don't think they got no chance? I think they can. They I think they'll make it to – they got the potential to make it to the finals. I don't think they will. But they got the chance. You're talking Western Conference to- or finals finals? Oh, NBA Finals, the Western Conference is wide open. There's no team in the West that you can say is, yeah, that's that team. It's it. We like to say the Western Conference is wide open because we're holding out hope for teams like the Lakers to get it together because us old heads really <laughs> want through. LeBron to still be that guy, but they're done. No, boys, cook, boy. They're cook. The, the Western Conference belongs to the Youngbloods right now, and there is no Youngblood on Phoenix Suns except for Devin Booker, and he is not even a top five guard to me. Mm, fair enough, fair enough. But like you said, with that in mind, who else got the talent to match up with Phoenix? Denver, all they got is Jokic. And that, like we discussed, they ain't got no dude that can close the game out with. I like the Grizzlies. Like I like the Grizzlies as a team more so. I think the Nuggets are being slept on because we haven't really gotten a chance to see Jamal Murray since. Let's be honest. There was a time when if you asked me who's the best player on the Nuggets, I would have told you it was Jamal Murray. Like the last time Fair we enough. saw him healthy in the playoffs, he was something special. And I Fair still enough. like I still like Michael Porter Jr. to be basically what what the bare minimum we should get from Ben Simmons. So I, I truthfully like the the Denver Nuggets. I feel like they're very slept on. I don't think the Phoenix Suns have anybody to stop Jokic. Um, I think Sacramento would run circles around uh the phoenix suns i could put De'Aaron fox on, <laughs> on chris on chris paul and neutralize chris paul completely in that series 
and Sabonis is slept on. He is, you know, a, a, he, I don't like Kevin Durant to stop Sabonis, and I don't like Sabonis to stop Kevin Durant, but I like De'Aaron Fox to stop everybody else on that uh, that Phoenix Suns team. So that's another team that I would put ahead of them why I know they're not going to be able to do it. Uh, realistically, that man said, hold on, I, I can't let you say, you said a little, little young buck Sacramento, just because they got that little three seed right now, they're they going to run circles around Phoenix. Well, you sleep. It's not even about that that three seed. We've just seen how you. Let's be honest. What neutralized uh, Chris Paul back in the day? It was a young injuries. Pick, yeah, injuries. injuries, but also <laughs> a young guard picking him up ninety feet and making him work. We've seen him have enough backcourt. Vi- I mean, half court violations to realize that he's honestly he ain't got the same wheels anymore. He doesn't he doesn't move the needle the same way he used to. So. And if you watch any Sacramento Kings games, they just are incredibly fast. Like the reality of it is there's just so much youth and speed in the Western Conference. You're asking Chris Paul to not only get through the first round, but then get through the second round and then get and still have wheels left. We've never seen it. We've literally never seen it. We've well, seen the argument Chris that- Paul be up in the series. And I feel like mentally, even if he gets up in the series again, he's he's just liable to fold. Well, the Same thing with Kevin Durant. Is- We've seen Kevin Durant and Chris Paul blow 3-1 leads. The counter argument to that is they won't need him for the first round series, arguably. They'll probably play a team that they're better than. So you could, in theory, you would hope Chris Paul could ease through that first round series. And you only need them for the the second, third, and if they make it to the finals that round. That's not how basketball works. It's never worked like that, and it's not going to work like that now. It, you're falling victim to the same thing that people are trying to do now with the whole, uh, what is it called? Uh, where they where they sit out a lot of games for no reason. Load management. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't load manage in the playoffs. Okay, because Chris Paul's issue isn't just the load that he's going to have to carry. It's the fact that he's a hundred years old. And got chronically bad everything. Ankles, knees, hips. Everything's falling apart with Chris Paul. That's fine. That's fine. He he been there. He's been to the finals. He's gonna get another taste of it. Here's How many times has he been to the finals? Once? Once. Yeah, that's all you need. A little taste, a little, little sip. But um here's the problem with Sacramento. They they get buckets. They get they dropping 120 points a night. They lead the at least the Western Conference for sure in scoring. Here's the flip side of that. They're giving up 118. That's the worst in the conference, bro. So they just literally trading buckets. They're a literal definition of like a football, like an air raid offense. They're a Big 12 team. Shout out to UCF moving to the Big 12. They're a Big 12 team in the sense that they're going to score a lot, but they're going to give up a lot. In the playoffs, that don't work. I've never seen a high-scoring team like that that don't play defense make it far in the playoffs. We saw it with them. Who's the best defensive player on the Suns? Who's the best defensive player? That's a good question. They traded away uh um, Mikhail Bridges. Yeah, Bridges. So uh, that Jay Crowder. Be... This is true. Jay so Crowder. Who the hell's playing, playing defense? Anyway. Who the hell's playing defense? That's a good question. That's something they gotta figure out. One of them other dudes is not scoring when KD need, is on the floor. And they need to figure it out in less than 20 games. This is true. What they got, or they, I will say this: they do got DeAndre Ayton guarding the post. He is oh, a solid shot blocker, yeah, just like he was guarding the post when they were up in the Nuggets. I mean, in the uh, what you call it, the Bucks series. Come on, now, that's Giannis, man. Don't do that. Okay, Don't do that. Jo- and Joel Embiid is is more skilled than Giannis in the post. But then he ain't got to see. Uh, is more skilled than Giannis in the post. 
Nah, stop it. Stop it, boy. Ain't nobody scared of no Sabonis like that. He a nice no up and coming player. Nobody's scared of him and they should be. Mm. That's that's exactly what the problem is. Nobody's scared of him and they should be. You watch Man. what I'm telling you. You watch what I'm telling you. Either way, they got they got some wings that they're gonna work in there. They got Tory Craig at, at the wing spot. They got uh Terrence Ross for the shooting and D th- basically a three and D guy. Be all right. They can they can make some noise depending on the matchup they get. Right we'll now, see. if if the Suns were to finish in the fourth seed, which is what they're at right now, you know who they would match up with in the first round? Who would that be? The Golden that State Warriors. Oh yeah, that would. Mm. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, let's be but, honest. But that's the point, though. It's all about matchups, man. It's it all is, about but match that's a matchup that I don't like them in. But here's the thing: you're you're looking at it or not? I pulled it up myself. Golden State's currently fifth, but they're tied with the Clippers for the same record, so that could go either way. I'm sure they would love to face the Clippers because you know Westbrook so. liable to fumble a game away. PG, so. you know he he all right, but Kawhi. You talk about injuries. Kawhi Leonard guaranteed to be sitting out for load management at least one game. Like bro, bro is Clip, nowhere near that same player he was Clippers in 2019. Would, the Clippers would pull the Suns apart. Nah, you sleep, boy. You sleep. They, How the, Clippers, sleep? the Clippers are underrated. I will say that. They do have a good team, but they don't have a team that's going to win in the playoffs. I don't see it. I don't see that team. You're the one that just told me. You're just the one that just gave me the defensive pre- uh, preach. What do you call it? What is it? Oh, boy. I didn't forgot the whole word. I need to go to church. But you're the one that gave me the whole defensive speech just a second ago. And? And okay, who's the, best, who's the best defensive player for the Clippers? I don't know. Paul George, is it? Maybe. I, I would probably they say Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, who's won defensive players of the year. Bro, Kawhi Leonard is not that dude no more. Not with the bad knees he got. He ain't locking Okay, but that's no what more. I'm saying. If you're trying to tell me that uh, that Chris Paul is that dude, then you got to give me that Kawhi Leonard is that dude. Oh, I never said Chris Paul was that dude on defense, though. If we okay, talking straight defense, but, nah. Okay, but this is what I'm saying, though. It doesn't have to be about defense. It's just a matter of even if you say Chris Paul is that guy on offense, I could say Kawhi Leonard is equally as good on offense at this stage in his career. Debatable. Debatable. Is it, though? If we look up their numbers right now, who do you think is averaging more points this year? Kawhi Leonard or Chris Paul? Chris Paul ain't no scorer, man. We know that. Okay, so if he's not giving you defense, if he's not giving you defense and he's not giving you offense, then what is Chris Paul providing you that makes you feel so like he should be? He's what you call a floor general. If I were to tell you, right, you think that who who what is the what is the the Suns duo? What is their duo? Right. Well, it was uh, CP and Devin Book, but now it's they don't have a duo. They have a trio. They have a trio. I'm telling you that that team is going to struggle to figure out who the real alpha is. And the reality of it is the leader is more than likely going to be Chris Paul, the quote-unquote floor general. And at this point, he you're going to have to lean on him. Otherwise, he's out there and not providing you anything. Like, that's the problem is that everyone wants to flip the conversation so bad for the Suns to win. And what they're telling me is, well, Chris Paul is going to be the cog that – makes it all go but then at the same time well they don't really need to worry about chris paul that much he can take a couple series off he can get activated he can do what he needs to do it's got to be one or the other chris paul gonna have to guard somebody and he not guarding Kawhi. he not guarding westbrook and he not guarding paul george so i don't see why they would want to see the clippers more than they want to see the warriors it don't matter at the end of the day here's why bro you got three two dudes that can give you 30 a night bro yes paul george and Kawhi leonard 
No, 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 no. I'm talking about Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Kawhi Leonard. Uh, I'll give you this. Here's why. Here's re- Exhibit A, reason one why the Clippers ain't winning nothing. The Clippers are 33 and 31, right? How many games is that, Mr. Accountant? That's 64. That's 64 games. Out of those 64, you want to guess how many of those Kawhi Leonard has played? Uh, Probably about as much as Devin Booker. 37 games. 37. That's Barely got to have. Okay. Tell me how much Chris Paul and Devin Booker have played. I want to. I want to hear that figure. Um, I'm gonna get since, to that in a since second. We, I mean, since we're we... looking up games played for all these players, because I know Chris uh, Kevin Durant has taken a couple months off this season. So if we're gonna play the injury game, then once again, I gotta say that you can't bank on the Suns to be healthy because Chris Paul gets hurt every single playoffs he's ever been in. But I'd rather bank on three guys than one guy. If Kawhi okay. ain't there, it ain't happening. If if Devin Booker's not there for Phoenix, they still got a chance. Cause why? They'll have Chris Paul and Kate and uh, KD. If if KD, uh, excuse me, if CP three gets hurt, guess what? You still got Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Yeah, but they're gonna have to guard somebody. <laughs> I like Chris Paul. I like Paul George and uh, Kawhi Leonard to be better defenders than Chris Paul and Devin Booker. That's a fair point. In the a seven games, hey, hold on. As a whole team, have better defense than the Suns, and their offense is going to be equally as potent. You guys keep That's... looking at that Kevin Durant. Like we've seen Kevin Durant try to carry Brooklyn against the the Bucks. All that offense shit don't play. You still had to stop Giannis. And what we've seen at this point is that he ain't got enough gas to outrun the young boys. Hmm. That, that's just what basketball is coming down to. It's hard for us to get used to that because we have rooted for these guys for so long, but they're all in their 30s and we're asking them to play and have deep playoff run after deep playoff run after deep playoff run when they're showing us that they can't even have longevity in the regular season. It's a, it's a young boys game and it has been for a while now. Nah, it's, it's really not actually. It's a who can be healthy towards the end type game. Because if it was just a young boys game, the Rockets would be the best damn team in the league. But we see how that go, boys. Well, I mean, there is something to be said about experience. Once again, that's a bunch of teenagers. It's not just that the youngest team is always going to win. But let's be honest. Kevin Durant, Chris Paul are not in their prime. And to act like they are is, is, is disrespectful to the people like Giannis that are really in their prime. Jokic that's really in his prime. Uh, Luka Doncic that's really in his prime. We've seen Luka take absolutely nobody to the Western Conference Finals. There's n- now we're looking at guys like Kevin Durant and LeBron and saying they need more help. When re- in reality, they didn't need that much help back in the day because what we're realizing is, damn, it was impressive for Kevin Durant to bring Russell Westbrook that deep in the playoffs every year because apparently he really wasn't that good. But now he needs a plethora of players around him just to be able to get out the second round. It's LeBron, same thing. Oh, Anthony Davis, he needs Anthony Davis's help. He needs uh, Russell Westbrook to shoot more. Back in the day, he drugged Cleveland, and we're watching all of these young guys do it now, and we're, like, blind to it because in our heads it's just KD and LeBron have been the best players, so they have to still be the best players, and they're just, they're just not, bro. And you're banking on them to carry these teams deep, and they have to carry other old players with them. It's just not going to work out the way you think it is. This is a young well, yeah, that's game. The- that's the thing. You you brought up a point that, yeah, a, a single great player can carry a team through the playoffs, but a single great player has not won a championship in a long time. I can't even think about the last one. But 
to that point, you, you bring up Luca, you bring up somebody like Trey Young, who also went to the conference finals as well. Them dudes ain't won nothing. And if you're a great player, if you're a player of on, on that level, we talk about elite, potential Hall of Famer, all that in third, we judge you off of championships. We judge you off MVPs and mostly championships if you want to be in that all-time great discussion. So that's what really counts. We don't – if Luca, Luca plays another 10 years, you know, averages 25, 30 a night, da-da-da-da-da, but never wins, we going to hold that over his head. It's the same same thing with Jokic. Like Jokic is two time MVP, but yet we don't look at him in the same category as Braun, as Steph, as Giannis, as Embiid, because he ain't done nothing yet. What did I say Embiid? Let me take Embiid down a notch. Giannis, Steph, Braun, KD, and all them guys, because he ain't won nothing yet. This man's another like Westbrook, a triple double machine. This that and third. And then day, it's all about winning. And the team with the best chance to win in the West right now. Is that team in Phoenix right now? Because Golden State, I, they look a little cooked right now. They look a little cooked. It's injuries, but I don't see it. So Hot Phoenix take. right now is my pick. I like Phoenix to, to not make. I like Phoenix to not make it to the Western Conference Finals. All right, so so let's 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 cut all the noise. Who's your finals pick out of the West? Uh, truthfully, I really like Denver. You like Denver to come out? I Oof. like Denver and I like Memphis. I do. Oh, because... you gotta give me no. Give me one. Don't don't don't. don't, don't but don't. I'm saying I'm giving you the Western Conference matchup. Okay, so like, that's the Western Conference as, Finals. As far as who gets to win that game, let let's see how they play and and who's healthy and what's going on at that point. I mean, if you want me to make like a, a early pick just for the sake of entertainment, then I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm probably gonna go with the Nuggets. I feel like this is the year that uh, Jokic pulls it all together. Hmm. He's due because he's he's been able to do a lot. And we laugh because he gets bounced in the playoffs when the reality of it is he hasn't had nowhere near as much help as everybody else. Hmm. He, he just hasn't like we could be real about it. Even the conversation of when's the last time one great player won the championship. I feel like the answer to that is never. That's never happened. Exactly. Which is why Jokic is going home in the second round. Like I like guys. Jamal Murray and I like Michael. I'm telling you, at some point. Jamal, Jamal I like Jamal Murray too, but he ain't been the same player since the bubble, though, and that injury. Like yeah. he's, his game is nice, but he ain't been the same player since that Chris injury. Chris Paul hasn't been either. But Chris Paul already got the resume, bro. And we don't end it. Chris Paul got starting Chris Paul got cold. two Chris Paul got two other dudes around him that could drop 30 a night. Chris Paul's resume is the most amount of three one leads blown. Chris Paul's resume is being in the league for almost 20 years and only being to the finals once. Chris Paul made the, exactly, made the finals one. You finally got another superstar that could get his own shot. You see what happened. It worked. Now you give him two dudes that can get their own shot. Let's see what, let's see what they do. Let's see what they do. That's all I'm saying. I, was, I still think they're going to lose in the finals because you need time to build that cohesion and trust. You're not even getting there. They'll get there. And not they'll see, they're going to see that juggernaut. Up in Wisconsin once again, that that that, that Greek freak up there. Listen, like in my the man finals Nick, again. like my man Nick says, just know that when you bank on a team that is injury prone, you don't get to come back and say, "Oh, well, they got injured." Like I'm, I'm you laughing, but I'm telling you, don't bet on an injury prone team. And then when they don't make it, be like, "But if they were healthy, yes." If, if Chris Paul was able to stay healthy through a playoff run, and if James Harden was able to keep his regular season scoring averages up, both of those guys would have championships. Listen, I will bank on injury prone Phoenix before I bank on gang banging jaw to make it to the dark on finals. Hey, they, they they went pretty far already, but further than anybody anticipated they would go. And let me tell you, if Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson were both healthy, 
and we're in the playoffs, I would have liked them both to knock off the Phoenix Suns too. Real you quick, you're gonna see how Phoenix can't guard anybody in the playoffs. You're gonna see when no, the playoffs gets tough, you gonna see. Real quick, I'm gonna say this and we're gonna switch over to uh football talk. The, the Pelicans are the biggest what if team in the league right now. If Zion well, now that just, the Nets aren't aren't a thing anymore, then yes. The Nets if were Zion could teams. just yeah, yeah, yeah. If Zion could just stay healthy, though, they could be the coldest team in the league, bro. They could be the Absolutely. coldest team. Brandon Ingham dropped the quietest 25 points tonight I've ever seen in my life, dude. Like, It's only quiet because it's in New Orleans. And it's only quiet because Zion ain't there. Because if Zion's there, they get more games on TV. We hear more about it. You see more highlights from him. Fair. And you get, Fair. You got CJ McCollum doing his thing quietly. Another 20-point-a-night guy. And then they got um, light-skinned Pat Bev, a.k.a. Jose Alvarado, Playing defense and getting on people's nerves. Like yo, when Zion did that end of game dunk that was unnecessary, who did he do that against? Who was that? I do not remember. Was it it wasn't Memphis, was it? I believe it Phoenix. Was it was Phoenix. It was Phoenix. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Exactly. When I and that was when they had Mikhail Bridges and Jay Crowder still. When I tell you that Phoenix got rid of all their defense and didn't upgrade the offense enough, you go see them boys. They would have got pulled apart. By the Pelicans. I promise you that. Because Jose Alvarado would have been all up in Chris Paul. I've seen Chris Paul be stopped now. Like, I know what the formula is. Pick him up 90 feet. He's grit. Like, you you don't see. I've, I've watched him fail enough to know now that he's going to fail. Like, the, the blueprint is out on how to stop Chris Paul. And, <laughs> and, and once you turn the uh, offense into, okay, well, let's just get Kevin Durant the ball. You, we see what happens. He had that magnificent three-pointer that actually actually ended up being called a two because his foot was on the line that sent the game into overtime and he was trash in overtime he's not built to carry a team he's just not we gonna see cp3 i'm rooting for you my boy let's 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 keep moving to football we 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 running close to the time so, but i gotta touch on this man big story big rumor coming out of the nfl we had a combine going on shout out to that big defense alignment 280 pounds ran a four Six seven in the 40, 280 something pounds. Shout out to him. Kalaja Kansi's the name. D lineman from Pitt. Call me back when call me back when the skill position dudes run. I want to see who running this 4-2 flat. We but, always get impressed by the 40-yard dash and nobody ever pans out. I would say nobody. We had some good ones. Chris Johnson, the running back, ran that 4-2-4. What did Tyreek run? I don't even know what Tyreek ran, but we had to go all the way back to Chris Johnson. That's crazy. Hey man, hey. Give me, I had to do something off the top of the dome. What? Let's talk about it. It's your boy. What team he played for? Uh, with the Giants now. Bounced around. <laughs> had some injuries. You know how it go. You know how it go. But uh, let's let's keep the main thing the main thing. Your boy, our boy, up in Baltimore, Lamar Jackson. They still ain't paid that man. He's still trying to get that contract. Still trying to get all that guaranteed money. And Baltimore is like. <sighs> I don't even know if we got it for you, big dog. I don't even know. So here we sit. He's negotiating on his own behalf. Baltimore's trying to finesse and do whatever they do. And all the rumors start to float out. The biggest rumor being that they're going to trade him potentially to the Miami Dolphins. That's major, bro. That's major. If you're the GM of the Dolphins, I feel like I know your answer to this, but if you're the GM to the Dolphins, do you make that trade? Do you cut bait on two after his best, the best season of his career and give up every first-round pick you got for until Kingston graduate to get Lamar Jackson? 
So I'm. You want me to answer as a Dolphins GM right now? Is what you're saying? Yeah, go go right ahead, sir. Okay. You know, honestly, we just have to focus on the guys that are on our team right now. Two has been really great for us when he's on the field. Uh, two will be the week one starter. He is our guy. We stand behind him. And um, yeah, I have no further comments. All right, now give me the give me the Zoff Finley uh 185th Terrace answer. Oh man. What do I need to give up to get Lamar Jackson? Let me see what my team is going to look like. It don't matter. I'll give it up. But I want to know what do I need to do to be able to, one, clear up the salary cap so we can give him his $200 million guaranteed, not $199, not $198, $200 million guaranteed because I'm so comfortable giving him that bread. I ain't seen anybody worth it since Dan Marino. On top of that, Am I going to be able to keep my offense as potent as it is right now, or do I have to give up Jalen Waddle, Tyreek in a trade? Like, what? How dismantled is my team going to be if I have to trade for Lamar Jackson? That becomes the question, because there does come a point where, I mean, I guess the reality of it is, I'll suck for the next two years if it means I have Lamar locked up for another four or five and figure out the pieces later. But I just don't want to get into a situation where I have to give away all the pieces I want Lamar to play with. I'll give up draft picks, though. Like, I'll give them all up. I'll never pick in the draft again. You're a, you're a smart man, my boy. Smart man. I would definitely Listen. do it. But I just got to see what it takes to make it happen and see what my team will look like after the fact. But absolutely, as a Dolphins fan, I want to get Lamar Jackson. And it's not anything against two. I hate the narrative of, like, you know, oh, you, you guys got to get rid of Tua. You got to get rid of Tua. It's not about getting rid of Tua. It's about upgrading to <laughs> – a quarterback that has won the MVP. It's about upgrading to a quarterback who will be equally as fast as the fastest players on our team that are already fast. Like we could literally have oh an Olympic relay gosh. team. Can you Can imagine? You imagine? It's, yeah. about giving, wow. it's about giving Mike McDaniels the type of uh, quarterback that is perfectly designed for his system. Uh, so I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I absolutely it's about getting a quarterback that has been playing for a cold weather city for the last three years. So going over to Buffalo and getting a win is not so impossible. Um, upgrading arm strength, you know what I mean? Maybe a, a decrease in accuracy, but hey, I'll take it because if he can get the ball out there an additional five yards so uh, Tyreek Hill can catch it in stride, I'll take that over a couple more accurate intermediate throws. So yeah, I, I absolutely would do whatever it takes to get, uh, you know, Pat, uh, not Patrick, I'm thinking Patrick Mahomes, um, you know, Lamar Jackson. But the reality of it is I would pretty much upgrade my quarterback, any quarterback that comes available except for Aaron Rodgers. And Derek Raheem, uh, Lamar Jackson, Raheem Mostert, another 4-3 guy, Tyreek Hill, uh, Jalen Waddle, Mike Gesicki. With the old line y'all got, uh, Tyrone Armstead at left tackle. Oh, my gosh. Boy, that team would – that's that's a Madden team. That's a team you put together on rookie mode in Madden. Like, oh my gosh, bro! Literally, literally, literally. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would do whatever it takes to to put those pieces together because not just for the Dolphins, but also because I'm a Lamar Jackson fan, and we've always had the whole man. Imagine if he actually had receivers. Like, okay, everybody wants to say he can't throw, but look at how look at the leap Josh Allen took when he got Stephon Diggs. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at the leap that. Uh, Kyler Murray took when he got 
my guy there that they just got rid of. Oh, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. You know what I'm saying? AJ Brown for for well, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Jalen Hurts. You know what I'm saying? It's like every quarterback needs that piece, and still to this day, I I feel like the best wide receiver he's had is Hollywood Brown. And, and that's just not which is wild. Yeah, it's not gonna cut it. Shout out to Hollywood being from the crib, but yeah, you yeah, it's it's mind boggling how the Ravens have uh, have underserved Lamar at this point, man. You you we saw what like you said we saw what's happening for all these quarterbacks. Josh Allen was another one. You got him, Stephon Diggs. Get the man a receiver and let him let it, let him turn up, bro. But that's neither here nor there. I'm not the Ravens GM. I feel like the Ravens do get the benefit of the doubt because they've been the Ravens. Like they got a brand that they've had for the last twenty or so years of winning. They yeah, know how to put together a good end. team. They yeah, on the defensive end, yeah, for and offense, they, they have some decent talent on offense. But it is mind-boggling how they've been the one team that hasn't put their MVP quarterback with a, another star receiver. But hey, if you, I'm the Dolphins, man, you make that move. Even though I don't, I don't want to see the Dolphins succeed. I enjoy their misery being a Tampa fan. If y'all make it happen, man, the sky's the limit for y'all. Speaking boys, of misery, man. what's y'all season gonna look like? Woo! There Woo! It is. Hey. Man, I'm reading up on it now. We cut for it. We about to cut for net. We about to cut uh the tight end Cambridge. Hey, baby, going for this number one pick, baby. I don't know who it's gonna be yet next year, baby. Tampa. Hey, tank for that number one pick, dog. That's all I got for you, bro. Tank in Tampa. Tank in Tampa hey, next year. I hey, love man, listen. I when I saw that number, how much we over the salary cap? I think we're fifty eight million dollars over the salary cap, and we ain't even paying a quarterback. I said, yeah, we cook, boy. <laughs> We can't sign no free agents. We like Curry Chicken, but we ain't signing. Hey, man, we they gonna, they gonna sign you, bro. Y'all should trade everybody though. That's what it is. That's perfect. Yeah, that's what is it. We can't sign nobody. So I mean, shoot, trade Mark, everybody. Cut bait. Cut bait. Hey, Mike Evans, first round pick. Can I get it? Chris Godwin, can I get a first round pick? We got to see what Devin White. We ain't. Hey, he got a. He need a contract at this point. Can I Mike, get a pick for him? At this point, Mike gonna have to go for a second. I can live with a second. A second round pick is a starter in this league. So I can live with a second for Mike Evans. If you hit, yeah. I mean, Chris Godwin, can I get a first for him? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Shoot, who else we got? Like I said, oh, Vita Devin Vita. White was you another get, You need to get rid of Vita. Vita. Nah, we keeping Vita. We, we paid Vita. He already under contract. We going to keep him. I like Vita. Yeah, of course, gonna but to... you're going to just waste him for the next three years. And that's about nah, it. Nah, nah, nah. We could, we, could, we could rebound in a year. We could How old is he? In a year. Oh, he's young, man. He only been in the league four or five years. He can't be about oh, okay. 26. Okay. 26, one of the coldest in the league. And I think the untouchables are Vita, that right tackle Tristan Wirfs. Um, the running back Rashad White, because we just picked him up for as a third round pick. And uh, after that, it's wide open, dog. It's wide open. So, hey, man. I don't know who the number one pick gonna be next. Oh man, ooh, Caleb Williams. Tank for Caleb. That's that's gonna be the model of Tampa. Tank for Caleb Williams, baby. Winless for Williams. Winless for what? Well, we gonna nah, we not going no one and fifteen like y'all. I feel like three and third, three and fourteen ought to do the trick because you know they're in a seventeen game schedule. I don't know so what three me, teams y'all gonna beat, but okay. Who is y'all quarterback? Uh, right now the only quarterback on the roster is uh my guy from Florida, Kyle Trask. He's the only. Oh, okay. Then yeah, you guys will get three wins. I can hear the sarcasm in you, but I can't see you. I can't hear the sarcasm, boy. That boy is so flaw, so flaw. But listen, man, I believe in Tampa. We'll, we'll, hey, listen, 
it was at the end of the day, it was worth it. We got three years of Brady and one one Super Bowl and what two division titles. I will check. I will take that trade any day of the week. If you can say, "Give me a Super Bowl," but you're gonna suck for the next couple of years, I will take it all the time because there's a bunch of teams, aka the Dolphins, that's just 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 trying to sniff the playoffs, and we got a bowl out the deal. So, Tom, I appreciate you, my boy. Good luck. That's crazy how you back. talk so much crap about Tom his whole career, and as soon as he joined your team, Tom, like now you calling him Tom? Tom, Tom. the haters going listen. Tom, if you listen, Tom, bro, who the hell is Tom? TB twelve. The haters gonna hate. AKA Zal. It's Thomas but Edward listen, Brady man. to you. You don't know no Tom. My boy, I appreciate you, my boy. Good luck getting Giselle back. Boy's a yeah, lifelong good. Patriots fan. Okay, don't act like. <laughs> I, I, I hope you get her back, and I hope you take that three hundred seventy-five million to be in, in Fox next year or the year after that. So salute to you, my boy. Best of luck to you getting your girl back. Never forget, he tried. He tried to cheat on you with the Dolphins. Why you talking uh, crap about the Dolphins? Just remember, hey, he, was, hey. he tried to bang it on y'all boys. Just remember that. So we, I, we I don't deal like with potential about tempo. Okay, y'all had a we don't we don't squad, we don't talk about all he thought was hmm, I could be better than Jameis Winston. We don't. The so only about, reason he chose Tampa, you guys are the worst. That's worst. That's, that's would have been records, not could have been. Would have been records. Would have, could have, should have. And he <laughs> ain't do it, so I ain't sweating it. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, this is our podcast. I got to cut it right here. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening, subscribing, and just generally showing us love. So we're gonna be back to you with more content very, 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 very soon. Hopefully with the video game too. We got to get. Uh, Get, get some things worked out on the technical side. But again, if y'all haven't already, make sure y'all subscribe, show love, comment, whatever it may be. I'm your host, Michael Allen. I co-host this thing with my brother, Zolf Finley. We are out, people.